Miles, you bring us in. However you want to bring us in, bring us in. You've heard enough of these podcasts. You've been a part of enough of these podcasts that you should be able to give us a good introduction to our illustrious return. You ready? Let's see what I, let's see what I have. I don't think I've ever done an intro before. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from the Midnight Miles Mansion, welcome back to another episode of Brain Damage. I am here with, I, can I say co-host? Uh, you, you see, I feel like I'm lesser than the two of you, but I mean, you guys can introduce yourself. He definitely came in after our heyday. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. We brought this We brought this podcast to the promised land and you're just riding on our coattails at this point. Well, at least I'm good for something. I'm Buddy the Bruiser. And I am Dynamite Jared. How's it going, gamers? Jared's uh, coming to us live from the Dynamite Palace. We were all in our palaces and mansions this evening. Buddy's a guest at my place tonight. I am. This is the first time we have recorded in the Midnight Mansion. Um, You've heavily protested it in the past because your new metal neighbors would object to the sounds, but yet they can listen to fucking mushuga and mud vein at like two in the morning so it's fine you know i just I, i'll I've protest seen... I, i'm gonna cut in right there and, and say straight up mushuga is not a new metal band true yeah I was, yeah i can yeah he still bumps it though i've heard i it. mean they're oh, the walls. They're, ter- they're terrible well uh, yeah i know i know we lost a couple uh subscribers right there when i just said that but mushuga's bad i'll i'll bring him back i like a couple mushuga songs that's all right <laughs> Stick around for Midnight Miles' other hot, hot takes. Opinions. Yeah. I like uh, a couple of me sugar songs. Don't leave. I like a couple of me sugar songs. <laughs> Spot Spa's got really into that band, actually. A lot so, of the uh Bula hardcore guys got into them a minute. So I've got a blast from the past from you guys because we know how much Jared loves to talk about high school. Um, I was just out with a few friends from work and I ran into an absolute Ashtabula legend, Aaron switchblade Schwartz. Wow. The fucking legend right there. You, um, what was the name of that band that he was in? Not, not Nightblade, obviously not the band that he was in. The Runkleys. The run. No, like before that, even him, Jared, Jared Kaplan, and um, I want to say uh, Scott Schwartz. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that band. Uh... Like New Generation or some shit like I that? Think it, I think it was called New Generation. You want to hear, hear something funny? I guess this goes right off of it. I think Jared Kaplan is married to a girl that was interested in me. And she actually made... Wow, shocker. She, weren't they all she, she made this <laughs> giant... he married a girl from ashtabula <laughs> no he married they had to have been interested in miles <laughs> he had he married a girl from cleveland that was trying to like but she oh. was just like all about it and she also was like i just want to have a family and not work and i was like well i'll see you later <laughs> she made me she wants gi- to be a stay-at-home mom 
she made me this giant A over here that has a bunch of horror movie stuff on it. Should I show you what it looks like? Should I go get it? And sh- the, the viewers can't see it. I've seen it. I've, I've seen, seen it. it a plethora of times. Jared, have you seen the the A for Ackroyd that a past fling made our illustrious somewhat co-host or whatever that pa- is? A past um a past romance. It it burned out uh as quickly as as the fires I, I i'm not poetic enough to say this as as quickly as the fires of passion lit it burned out just as quickly it's true she did make me a really nice breakfast one day thank you for that man oh man um i'm not gonna name drop anyone on the podcast but uh one of steve stab wounds buell's uh flings or one night kind of escapades I guess I know who this is and I know where the story's going, but continue made me, I guess not really a breakfast, but a, but a breakfast food at like three in the morning and it was delicious. Thank you. You know who you are. Was that huevos rancheros? Yes. Huevos uh, rancheros. So uh, good. Which I've never had, so but good. I hear, it's, I hear, I hear it's, it's God too. But I've never incredible. had it. I haven't had it in so long. I want some. Now I'm always so nervous to order it. Cause I'm like, bro, I don't know. Do I go with the safe bet? Do I go with the safe the bet, which is obviously the breakfast burrito, is the That's safe right. bet. Yeah. Damn. Well, shout out to getting cooked breakfast foods by random people. It's great. Yeah, it's the best feeling in the world. I also feel kind of like a dick, though, at the same time when someone's just randomly, like random people are just cooking me breakfast food. Like, I feel like I like I don't deserve this. To but be fair. The same... Go ahead. But at the same time, extra, extra stoked when I actually get it. I was extra, extra stoked because I was watching Glow at the time, the last season of Glow. And it was like, um, I don't know. I was just watching it and eating huevos rancheros. To be fair, fair, though, getting cooked random breakfast food by someone random doesn't happen that often in your life. So I feel like it's okay when it does happen. Like, it's not something that you're just like every week, at least not in my life, probably not in any of ours, to be honest. So we're like, you're at someone's house. You're like, by the way, I'm just going to cook you a great breakfast, even though I don't know you that well. I haven't been at a random person's house since this incident. So <laughs> I feel like the older yeah. The older the you older get, the you less get, chances the less... for random breakfast at random people's houses, yes. for sure. Yeah, it's less less often you end up at someone random's house. Especially because we're all wifed up now, essentially. Oh, yeah, the, the, the way it's supposed to be. I know there's still a lot of people in their 30s that make a life out of ending up at, in strangers' homes late at night. Take <laughs> For better or for worse, take that as you will. <laughs> sometimes they get breakfast. Sometimes they they uh, bury a body in the backyard. You, you never know what's going on. Or they just puke themselves to sleep in the bathroom, you know, at three in the morning. Right? Have you guys have you guys watched the newest? Dragon Ball Super superhero trailers. Are you are you up to date with this? Should I hit the music? Is this, this? gonna be a long talk? 
Do I need to hit the music? It's, I have no idea. I have no idea how long this talk is going to be, but as you, a, you'll as a, know. As a precaution, it's been a number of years, probably. So I'm going to hit the music. All right, we're back. Jared, I, you've been marking I out about hope. this fucking film. It's Jared's favorite film of all time, and he hasn't even seen it yet. <laughs> it's the new Miles. I hope to God he we sees something about online, this, but... and he's like, bro, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Nice try. Oh, hold, hold on. on. Hold on. Hold on. Freaking out. Hold on. But before we talk about the trailer itself for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Which trailer? Any of the, them. Like, Do we like need to plug your tweet? Moment. Is this an opportunity to plug your tweet? Yeah, make you're sure low you go key on viral. Twitter at Dynamite Jared. Um, there's a uh, there's a tweet involving Goku versus Naruto. If you if you strip their powers away, and it was based only on martial arts ability, like uh, martial arts hand to hand ability, who would win? And um, my tweet is at 66 likes. I know we can get that up to 69. So make sure you go to my Twitter at Dynamite Jared and leave me a like on that one. We're three away. Three do you want to talk about what the, the discussion was entailing? Because there are a lot of people that were on said. Naruto's side for some reason. Well, it doesn't make any they're, sense. They're idiots. I mean, I think I laid it out pretty. Uh, oh, I'm at 67 likes right now. So two away, gamers. Let's get this to 69 likes. Right, Bebus? Oh, no, he's not going to talk. All right. So, yeah. Um, Me? Am I basically what? He was talking to some sort of animal. Oh. I'm talking I'm talking to... Um, oh, it's not going to work because of the virtual background. <laughs> We're just looking at Guts' nutsack right what now. What the fuck is it happening right now? There's a cat. That's I Kenshiro, saw. not Guts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah there's a fifth of the, that's Fist of the North Star. I'm yeah, sorry. Fist of the North Star. Yeah. Um, there it's 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 still jacked, guys. Um, <laughs> big sweaty so, meaty men. Yeah, the that's the kind of anime that I like. The kind that's based on the where the main character is a big sweaty meaty man with a tragic past. Fist of the North Star and Berserk. All right, so so the initial tweet, um is who's winning in a fight no powers both humans only martial arts naruto versus goku um the the tweet itself right there is kind of stupid because technically the the powers are martial arts but i like i understand what they're saying but like martial arts is just like basically um how do you say this um martial arts is it's it's just fighting basically uh, and like different styles of fighting but so taking like, out the control, power ups taking out the key blast yeah taking out the, yeah, yeah taking out the key blast taking out the flying taking out the jutsus and the demon foxes and the super saiyans and the kaiokens who has better hand to hand 
who would win in a hand-to-hand fight just based on their their martial arts prowess miles do you have an answer to this question goku 150 miles has never even watched naruto so we're all in agreement on this i tried i tried to watch some and i just didn't enjoy it i'm I'm sure that it gets good i'm sure it gets okay i mean everyone loves it but i think when things like naruto and like we talked about bleach me and jared had before like when stuff like that started getting like that became like the mainstream anime at the time like i just was like no i just want to watch more gundam or watch like I don't know, Ninja Scroll or something. Is it blasphemous for me to say that I don't even think it would be close? No, it's not blasphemous. I don't I don't think it would be close at all because they're in different weight classes. Like, all this at, dude does is train. Like He's Goku literally does belief. nothing but train. And like, but people act like just because he had still like since Goku has access to thank you, honey. I got uh, some mini chocolate chip cookies delivered to me personally, fresh out of the oven. Nice. Um, since Goku has access to key control and the style of fights in Dragon Ball Z starts to shift more heavily towards key blasts and everything, which really it doesn't like that's like a false narrative. Like key blasts in Dragon Ball Z fights are usually like high spots. If, yeah, if you really think about it, they're like yeah. high spots, and the majority of the fights are usually like that lightning fast, fucking like punching matches that they do. Like most of the fights, just like ninety percent of them consist of hand to hand combat. And yeah, then the they'll only... throw in like a kamehameha, like a warp kamehameha in there. Yeah, I mean the fights always start that way as well. Like I mean they always start like you don't just have someone come and power up unless they're like facing a jobber and they just blow someone away in 10 seconds like they always start with an actual fight you know so anyways if we're just going based on like no powers and their hand-to-hand ability goku's been a martial arts prodigy since the series began like goku has shown an ability on in multiple fights to analyze his opponent's fighting style and adapt to it and come up with strategies to counter that fighting style instantaneously. He sees a move one time and he basically figures out ways to counter it. And people are, a lot of people are using the example from Dragon Ball Super when he fought Hit and basically figured out how to counter him, even though Hit was literally skipping through time. And Goku was still able to predict where he was going to strike at encounter the moves and eventually so, win the fight so taking out now even just take out which obviously everything you're saying is correct but the, pa- the like just the pure ability of him being a saiyan and he's going to be able to level up and get and be a faster smarter fighter stronger fighter you're not taking that out of the tweet are you like that's still yeah they're like both his- human they're both human no saiyan oh. that, that was that was a big thing of the fight but my argument always was before we knew he was a Saiyan, he was still fucking. There were no. That still doesn't even matter. Um, sorry if you're hearing me chew on cookies right now. No, you're good. But I just like, I just don't. I mean, that's just part of his race, you know. I mean, that's like why. I mean, I don't know. I understand. They're just basing it because Saiyans do biology-wise have an advantage over pretty much every other species except for the Frieza species when it comes to combat because they're. But the biologically basically just built to fight 
They're yeah. a warrior race. Yeah. 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 Warrior race. So they took that out. And to me, it still doesn't matter because from just a straight martial arts standpoint, now we're not even getting into physique yet. Okay. Like once we get into once we get <laughs> once into we physique, get into physique, there's no chance. He's done. Right. He's done. But people like the Naruto fans that obviously have not watched Dragon Ball or paid attention think that just because Goku is portrayed as kind of like a dummy in in things that he's not an intelligent fighter for whatever reason. They also believe that Dragon Ball has always been like the punch harder show that literally is My Hero Academia. And I'm sure every one of these people love My Hero Academia. Every fight ends in punch harder like you get your ass beat all the time get your rage boost and punch a little bit harder you win the fight goku is like a pretty much in every fucking fight has used strategy to counter or or win the fight and sometimes it's not even explained um narratively sometimes there's not even piccolo there (laughs) like goku versus frieza one of the greatest fights in anime history, even though people like to clown on it now because it's it's um, you three know, hours, over 20 long. episodes. Um, people like to clown on it. Um, after Goku goes Super Saiyan um, and, and starts fighting Frieza uh, and beating the shit out of him, Piccolo and the others aren't there for Piccolo to deliver his typical, you know, fight narration explaining what's going on. You know what I mean? Um there's a strategy in that fight. There's also a strategy in the fight against Broly. It's the same exact strategy. If you watch that fight, Goku doesn't use many key blasts in that fight. He's landing heavy body blows on Frieza throughout the fight, causing Frieza to get internal bleeding and basically wear himself out. Goku's doing internal damage to him by just getting in close and landing heavy blows to Frieza's stomach and um, kidneys. Like, constantly and that was a big thing from um, the fucking it it even shows when okay so uh there's a geekdom 101 video about it that you can watch there's literally a geekdom 101 video called goku strategy versus frieza it's like a six minute video and he like shows where in multiple points in the fight goku's targeting frieza's basically his internal organs so true all this is true facts so the thing that we always like, I think it was a bigger thing. I know Buddy's a little bit younger, but when we were watching Dragon Ball, like Z and stuff like that, and all the random magazines were coming out, like unofficial ones, obviously Beckett, Dragon Ball Z collector was out, all that. But um, people used to always argue about power levels and stuff like that. Power levels, power levels. So I assume that like, all right, so if Goku's hitting body shots and his power level obviously is higher than Frieza at this point, not by a lot, but by enough, obviously, to defeat him. We all know how he that was way ends. stronger. He was he was stronger by a lot. Frieza was getting smacked around in that fight. It wasn't even close. Well, after he went Super Saiyan, it was like what ten episodes of Goku literally just shoving his entire cock and balls into Frieza's <laughs> mouth and just making him like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, but this literally the, recent- the scene where Frieza's just standing, Goku's just standing there, bitch smacking Frieza back and forth. Um, yeah, no, there is. I mean, but no, there is. <laughs> uh, I've, I've watched it. It's I've true. watched it. Uh, 
Frieza's kicking you, his ass before he, pre-Super Saiyan. Frieza was giving him the work before he went Super Saiyan. Well, the question, the question but, was... But their power levels were a little more close then. Do you think... Do you think, obviously, like, when you're doing those body shots, do you think that he's, like, putting, like, energy, like, key behind the shots? Like, I mean, they don't... Obviously, they're not, like, visualizing it in the show, but I imagine that to have that power level, you're putting, like a degree of force whether they show well, yeah. it yeah well key is real key is like a real thing you just can't yeah. shoot it out of your fucking hands right and martial artists and, and like uh and like uh tai chi and stuff because uh tai chi relies pretty heavily on this if i recall correctly because chi is just the chinese word for key right um and you will focus just in martial arts in general um at least in out in the east in more eastern martial arts um you will kind of like focus your key into like your strikes and stuff like that to enhance your strength it's a real thing so, no i know shenmue, just Shout goku, out shenmue. yeah just because yeah. goku has like you know 10 billion times the amount of key that any real human could possibly have in their entire body um you know doesn't mean that it's it's not a real thing. Chakras, chi, ki, you know, these are all kind of like uh, Eastern uh, philosophy, life energy things that um, are actually real things. Right. True. But still even taking his like power and shit like out of it, like it's still showing like, hey, he's doing some strategic things here. Like, yeah, countering. yeah. that's like, the whole point. That's the whole right, point of the, the thing whole, is that yeah. he's that he's 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 thinking while he fights goku may be an idiot when it comes to day-to-day -day life but when it comes to fighting he's a fighting genius yeah and and um is shown multiple times throughout the series like one of his abilities is basically that he can see a technique one time and pretty much either know a way to counter it or he can a lot of times basically learn the technique he learned the kamehameha after seeing master roshi do it one time and right. Master Roshi took 50 years to, to master that technique. Goku saw him do it once, and then he fucking Kamehameha to car like 10 seconds later. And um, after image technique was the same thing. Go Goku saw it used one time and instantly started using it in world tournament. He, he's, say, a, he's a fighting genius. And I'm he's also, for the people that are, you know, like trying to make this like a real world thing, has used real world martial arts on several occasions different styles goku knows like multiple styles of martial arts he uses jujitsu in the in the new broly movie he used uh chi kundo in resurrection f when he hit frieza with the one inch punch and and you know who knows whatever fucking karate like uh karate and and fucking taekwondo and shit that he's probably done uh, throughout i'm not a martial arts expert i just know that he's used all kinds of different shit you had something to say oh i was gonna say something controversial to uh nothing it wasn't about goku necessarily oh well, obviously it wasn't but something to maybe stir up your twitter fans or followers jared i'm such not a naruto fan that i just want to believe that uh gohan as an adult could great salmon could probably beat up naruto fuck I, I actually disagree, and I, I went in to say went in to say this just to show that I'm not biased. 
Gohan is nowhere near the martial artist that Goku is. Yes, I agree. Gohan doesn't true. train. Yeah, yeah, he's he not has even the, close. He, he has the higher potential, but he Gohan doesn't, he has, has put more in the work. like he has more raw potential than Goku does. If Gohan trained from just a power standpoint, he would be way more powerful than Goku. I don't even think at that point he would even still be as smart of a fighter. He's like kind of like the opposite of Goku in a way. Gohan is very book smart, socially smart, and just like everyday smart. Is he a fighting genius like Goku? No, he's never been said to be a fighting genius like Goku. He's never shown to have any sort of strategy when going into fights. Gohan, any fight that he's won or um, kind of like been dominant in for a period of time has been through brute strength. It's yeah. never, it's Gohan knows martial arts and he's been trained by Piccolo and his dad. You know, he knows the moves. Is he a smart fighter in the way that he implements them? Um, when he was fighting uh, Super Boo, he literally showed that he was kind of a fucking idiot because he kind of got cocky and, and, you know, let people get absorbed and just like, and kind of fucked himself. And se- against Cell, he literally just went in and overpowered him. Jeez, hold on. What's funny? We're running out of time, it says, on our Zoom. We're doing this through Zoom right now. So apparently Zoom has upgraded their fucking policies since the last time we fucking did a podcast. And it oh, says we have no, 10. I'm, I'm seeing it now, yeah. It says Don't fucking t- count me down, Zoom. Don't you says, dare fucking it, count me down. It says we have 10 minutes left. So... I guess we'll wrap up this fucking conversation about this in the next 10 minutes and then we'll call back and <laughs> see what's going on. Jesus see if they'll let Christ. us record more. If not, we'll switch to the phone. But we're going to keep going for another couple minutes, I guess, to wrap up this conversation. What? Uh... E- either way, here, here's the thing. Assuming that Goku and Nar- This is my final point. Assuming okay. that Goku and Naruto are even... Um, of similar skill when it comes to hand-to-hand combat, which I don't believe that they are because Goku trains every single fucking day in Goku's fighting. Goku's got 100 pounds. Naruto's <laughs> not even the strongest hand-to-hand fighter in his own universe. Like they, There's been shown to be like several other characters who specialize in hand-to-hand combat in Naruto. Naruto's more specialized in his powers and in his jutsus because he has a demon fox filled with fucking chakra inside of his fucking body and that's why naruto is able to dominate people in most scenarios anyways even assuming that they're of the same level of skill which i've already said that i don't think they are goku is in a different weight class than naruto 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 could land multiple strikes on goku and it wouldn't hurt him as much as goku landing one strike on naruto because Goku appears to be taller, and, but and definitely weighs probably like a hundred pounds more just in pure muscle. Like Goku, if there's ever been someone that's probably zero percent body fat, it's it's Goku. What about Vegeta? You think Vegeta is zero percent too? Oh yeah, definitely. But Vegeta's okay. probably more similar in height than Naruto. Why True. I bring up height is that Goku probably has a better reach than Naruto. Yeah. So Naruto probably couldn't even get close to him. Like, yeah, Vegeta's Goku only like fucking like five three. Yeah, p- Goku could probably pick him apart from a distance and just stick and move him. And Naruto could never even get in close to do anything to him. And even if he did, 
Goku obviously knows jujitsu and could literally just slam Naruto onto the ground if he got in close. So regardless, Goku wins. I, I don't think it's even that close. And now Dragon Ball Super Superhero trailers. Miles, I know Buddy's watched them. Miles, have you watched them? I watched the one that you sent the other day with uh, that had more of Piccolo, but it was the one with his iPhone. Yeah, I don't think I. Uh, I don't think I turned like there weren't subtitles on that like on the thing, so I just watched it. But um, it was cool. It was a cool looking trailer. Like I, I thought it looked funny. What do you guys? Yeah, I think it looks funny. It's basically uh, Videl asking Piccolo to pick up Pan from school. And Piccolo's like, where the fuck is Gohan? And she's like, oh, he's studying. So Piccolo shows up at his house all pissed off. And then I think tells Gohan that he needs to train more and that he's going to go pick up Pan. But Gohan needs to fucking think about training more or something stupid. What do you guys think? I I know everybody hates the CGI. Okay, everybody fucking hates it. Do you think that it looks better now than it did when this first started? I'm excited. I'm excited for more of the slice of life kind of stuff, but I still like, I don't know. I don't think that like the new Andrews or whatever are that cool. Like, I don't know if the action's going to be as good as what I'm hoping, but I'm excited for the comedy aspect of it. I'm I guess. thinking that um, when this is all said and done, I'm thinking that I'm going to like the new Androids. Because they seem like comedic characters, and yeah. usually the comedic characters in Dragon Ball are are some of the best side characters in the entire thing. Yeah, and I I know it's like a cliche because everyone's like, "Oh, Dragon Ball is just all fighting and like stupid shit." And like, I think that like Broly just set such like a high bar for what you can do with like the action and like a Dragon Ball film. That like I don't know how this is gonna stack up against it, but I'm more excited for the the goofiness of it, I guess, because it seems like it's gonna be more comedic than a lot of the stuff we've been getting recently. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like the gammas more than I'm gonna like Cell Max. If I can say that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, Cell Max is in this film. Maximum Cell. <laughs> ultimate mega cell um and, and supposedly he's going to be huge like it's going to be like uh like probably like um kaiju shit like the harutagarn movie uh fucking everyone's favorite a R- wrath of the dragon jesus christ that one that's um the japanese title is literally like exploding dragon fists something something if goku can't do it then no one can is literally the name of the fucking the movie best title. it's hard so yeah um, i mean i'm excited i'm getting more excited for it as it's getting closer and closer the first couple trailers i was kind of like uh not really you're hype about it at least that's how you portray yourself online is this is going to be your favorite film of all time no, shut the fuck up. No, it's not even gonna be close. I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna be good. I'm sure I'm gonna like it because I really liked Super. I'm really excited for anything like new, more with Dragon Ball. Um, you like you like Gohan more than we do. I know. And Gohan's the main character of this movie, so you should be more hype about this than we are. I know Joel is really Joel is gonna hate it. 
because well, I mean, Joel's well, they hate a pic- everything. Joel's a Piccolo fan, um, but he hates Gohan. True. Can't stand Gohan, and, and I'm kind of the same way. I like Gohan moments. I like when Gohan turned Super Saiyan too, and I like Great Saiyan Man. I wish Great Saiyan Man was in this movie. I like he, he could be. I mean, you don't know. True. I like I like uh when he becomes Mystic Gohan, obviously, when he's up trained with the Kai's, but obviously, like you said, he he let himself be too arrogant to test his powers and he just wasn't on Kid Boo's level at, after that. But I mean, I still like the arc. I like that whole I like I really like the whole Boo saga arc a lot. What's, I mean, what's interesting to me is is that I think that it's implied that Kid Boo is not as strong as Super Boo. So in reality, if Ultimate Gohan was there to fight Kid Boo, Ultimate Gohan, I guess, would have been stronger than Kid Boo. But for some reason. He wasn't there. Didn't he fight Kid I, Blue? No. No. No, he wasn't no. there. Huh. He, um, he got pulled out because he got absorbed by Super Boo or by Boo Tanks. And then um, he got pulled out by Goku and Vegeta along with Fat Boo and go ten and trunks and um he just like fucked off after that i don't know where the fuck he was <laughs> pretty much yeah i i mean i'm sure that it it's shown where the fuck he is in the in the series i just haven't seen it in so long i don't remember it's been well why remember did think, why did i think kid boo was like after super boo he Kid is. Boo was after Kid, Boo, Kid Boo's the final boss, but he's not necessarily stronger than Super Boo. But they don't. F- Gohan doesn't fight him. It's just Goku and Vegeta that are over there and Hercules in the fucking field. Okay, that's right. Okay. Goku believes stuff. that he could beat Super Boo because Goku fucking turned Super Saiyan three embodied Fat Boo True, for a yeah, little while. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, since Kid Boo is not as strong as Super Boo, Goku also thought that he could take Kid Boo in Super Saiyan 3, but Kid Buu was a more chaotic fighter and mm-hmm. like, also stronger than Fat Buu, and so Goku underestimated him and ran out of power too fast and had to right. resort to the oh, spear yeah, bomb. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, we gotta talk, stop talking about Dragon Ball Z. We gotta wrap this up, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll be right back at you. <laughs> All right, we're back. Nice little Super Saiyan God cast for you guys. So, what's been I've, going? On? What's what's what else has been going on? It's been a fucking long time since we've done one of these. I've talked a lot about uh, Goku versus Naruto, so I I want to pass the mic over to you guys for a little bit and let you get some get some stuff out there for us to discuss. Uh, maybe right now, maybe buddy, it's maybe it's Morbid time. Maybe it is Morbid time. What do you think, Miles? Miles is the only one that's seen the film. He paid uh, money to go see it on its first release. True. He was like, God damn, this looks fire. I mean, you know, I'm trying to see a fucking shirtless Jack Jared Leto, and then I'm also trying to see uh 
like a goth dying Jared Leto in the same film. So if they had it at the drive-in this weekend, I would go. But they don't. They're playing fucking nothing I really want to see at the drive-in. I, I, I talked about it a little bit last night uh, as we all sat down to hang out and all of us slowly fell asleep. I mean, I didn't, I didn't fall asleep last night, but the rest of us, I've never heard a dog snore. Oh my God, fucking legends just came out on Raw. Sorry, we're watching Monday Night Raw, guys. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode came out for an interview. So, Well, the, the legends. Yeah, Bobby Roode looks great. Damn, for it looks jacked. Fuck. Uh how and old he, is he? Bobby like Roode. He's like 47 or something. Yeah, he looks like $2 billion. And uh, even Roman Reigns always puts over Bobby Roode's like, he, Roman Reigns, he's like, the best guys that you want to actually like work out with and train with. He was literally like uh, Chad Gable and like Bobby Roode. He's like, those guys seriously work out like fucking maniacs like constantly and they have like the best routines and both those guys you were talking about people with like no body fat obviously you're talking about an anime character goku but fucking bobby root and chad gable when they're just sitting there flexing are just like those dudes are fucking jacked like like cut lean you can tell they know how to fucking train i can't i think they look like skinny dweebs to me all right bro well Good thing we're not shirtless flexing any of us right now, but I mean, we're pretty good looking guys, all three of us. So, you know, kind of make up for that. It's morbid. Make, time, up, Miles. make up for the physique. Miles, how was Morbius? Um, it was better than Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Uh, it was better than, uh, what was that? Eric Bana's Hulk. Uh, you're, you're, you're setting the bar pretty low. Well, true. Well, Eric Bana, I'm just talking about that. People who acted in it because oh. I didn't know if people would do. But um, I mean, I it was better than two of the worst Marvel films ever made. True. <laughs> facts. Facts. Um, it's fu- it's funny because I'll, uh, you know, I'll get hated for this, but I'm so sick of how formulaic every single like Disney MCU film is where I feel like I'm just watching the same thing with a new coat of paint. So I like when Sony kind of comes in and is like, well, we might make a flaming turd, but at least there'll be some inner like entertaining B movie trash. Like it was just it Morbius is one of those things. If you like, you know, just like, like what I said, B movie, it's just a big budget B movie vampire trash. The acting's funny. The dialogue wasn't overly bad. It was just super basic, really basic script. Uh, the special effects were a lot better than in the trailers. So I'm glad they at least acknowledge that. Um, the main villain in it, the opposite of Jared Leto. I think he is a Chicago Slap. He's in Doctor Who, I think. You tell me. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Trash. Uh, I mean, I don't watch it either, but I mean, you guys, you should keep up on the some of that stuff. We usually keep up on Doctor Who and some of that stuff, he says. Bro, you guys I've got... never watched an episode of Doctor Who in my life. Bro, you guys got Twitter, bro. You guys know more than me. Um... Nobody is tweeting about Doctor Who. <laughs> I, can promise, you I, can, I can promise you. No <laughs> one is tweeting about Doctor Who. Doctor Who is not hot right now. <laughs> Doctor Who was kind of hot when um when the uh, last actor... I actually don't even know if it was the last actor that played him. Uh, 
recently, but uh, there in like was the, the one... 2000s, not the 2010s. It was a little hot. I remember I don't hearing know. about I it. I think it was school. in the two, tw- 2010s. There, yeah, I, I saw a bunch of people. Played him. He had might the, have been the early the 2010s, swoop, though. He had the swoopy hair. I know you're and, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that guy um, because he was attractive. And um, and then once they changed actors again, uh, everybody fell off, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a fine B-movie superhero film. It wasn't quite as bad. A as, raving review from Miles. Yeah, I mean, he's, was, he's was it, it better all... than Robo War? No, it wasn't better than Robo War. Miles loved Robo War. Robo War. I, I feel hey, Miles. I'm going to tell you this straight up. I feel bad for you that we watched Robo War because watching that film, like wanting to watch that film, was such a huge part of your identity it's true. It's for true. so long. Like, every time we hang out, when are we going to watch Robo War? Oh, I can't wait to watch Robo War. In the it's group true. message, Robo War this weekend? Question mark. We finally Buddy, watched it. Buddy and Jared both have these. Uh, elaborate exaggerations of my life. It's almost like I, I think I said this last night that I honestly just want a podcast made of like elaborate exaggerations of like what they think that I am or what I do just so I can have that recorded so I can just listen to it. Jared, how much did Miles talk about Robo War? Well, that was okay. First off, Miles, that was the podcast when it was just me and Buddy. We we did just talk about <laughs> we did just make our elaborate exaggerations about your life constantly. If you'd actually have listened to our shows, you would have known that. But um, I listened to some of them. I, but, I didn't listen uh, to all of them. I'm not gonna lie. Secondly, uh, yes, you talked about Robo War literally every time we saw you. If there was one thing <laughs> that was for sure. Two things were guaranteed when hanging out with Miles. Number one, he was going to have a beer can in his hand or a bottle. He was going to have a beer in his hand. Number two, he was going to say something about Robo War. <laughs> I think the third guarantee was he was not going to be on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I got stuff to do, bro. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you want to see Morbius, it's uh, I think it's back in theater. You have your chance to Sh- see it. They brought it back. It's the biggest fucking misconception. I thought it was just time. over the. I thought it was just over the weekend. They probably pulled it by now, they, honestly. They, they only, only made it eighty five thousand dollars. Well, they only had it at one showing a night at ten o'clock at night. That's at every theater in Cleveland. They're only showing it once a day. Yeah, in Cleveland. Dude, they weren't showing it. They weren't going to put it in more. They were showing. Listen, theater. no. That's no excuse. The, the movie was out forever, okay? And then the memes came out. One showing over the weekend at 10 o'clock at night is literally like, if you can't make it to that, then you're a fucking idiot. At any point during the weekend, if you really want to see Morbius and you can't fucking make it to the 10 o'clock showing on the weekend, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Honestly, that's what we very, should have done last night. Very rare. We should have done that last night, to be honest. Honestly, we probably should have. I, I probably would have rather watched Morbius than the fucking than uh, what ended up happening. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, your you, your fiancé, and your dog sleeping at 9 o'clock at night on a couch? Yeah, well, I mean, if you'd put something on that was good, a la Morbius, I would have fucking I would have been awake. It's hard um, to get me to fall asleep in the movie theater, so if we would have went and saw Morbius in the theater... 
then um, I probably would have been awake. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep in a theater setting. I have. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I fell asleep watching some fucking B movie trash. They did like uh, Valley View in like 2017. Did a whole series of like every like Thursday night they were showing independent film for like like some production company like bought them and just put them out for like a summer. And it was some insane like killer animal movie. But the movie this film started at 10:30 or 10:45 at night. And I remember waking up, I fell asleep during, and I woke up in the theater and it was like after 1230 and all the lights were on. I was just in there by myself. I think I kind of dozed off a little bit during um, Cinema Wasteland the one year when we fucking started the Bigfoot movie at like one in the morning. I think you did doze off for like a quick minute, but not bad. Well, is that a movie theater experience? Cinema Wasteland? Uh... I would consider, I mean, you're watching a film in a room with a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's dark. I, I mean, mean, it's dark yeah. on a projector. Yeah. I mean, you're it's... going to a theater. It's a theater experience. It's not to the, I mean, it's not in the traditional sense, but yeah. I, I fell mean... asleep watching the new child's play. Hmm. I was, I was in and out of that a lot in the theater. I think that film is so fucking overhyped. The, like, the new like... remake. Yeah. I liked it. It was lot. not very good. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to, but I'm pretty sure I said that on something before. Yeah, probably on this podcast. Um, I I didn't really enjoy it, but I was also asleep for like half of it. And I and was it Toy Story four? It had to have been. I think Toy Story four. I I saw the same day actually before Child's Play, and I was already kind of falling asleep in the middle of Toy Story four. But to be fair, Toy Story 4 literally is like the worst Toy Story. I've never seen Toy Story 4. Don't yeah, it, it, it. it doesn't need to exist. It was it was pointless. It's fine. But now we got Buzz Lightyear coming out. Um, Just Lightyear. There's no Buzz. Get the Buzzed out of here, bro. Just Lightyear. Right, right. Just Lightyear. Um, do you think Lightyear will be better than Dragon Ball Super Superhero? No. I don't know if I'm going to see it. Honestly, I might. I don't know. I saw the tra- I've seen every other Toy Story related thing. I so. saw the trailer uh before something the other week and I was like I was like, "Oh, I guess uh this doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to be, but I just I don't really have any interest to watch anything like that to be honest." But the trailer was entertaining enough. It's definitely something. It'll be on Disney Plus one day, right? Yeah. No, it'll be on Disney Plus eventually. I might I might have to see it in theaters though, because I've seen every Toy Story in theaters. I'll just watch it when it hits Disney Plus. I probably will never watch Toy Story 4. Why? What do you got against Toy Story 4? You guys just said don't watch it. So well, it's just a pointless sequel. Like it I don't know, kind of fucks with Woody's character, I guess. Like, I don't know. Jared's big on Toy Story. I know it's one of his like favorite. It was, a chi- it was a childhood favorite. But doesn't like sure. the 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 fucking Toy Story 4 like totally like fucks like Woody's character up. And I guess that's why I'm like not as hot on it. I don't know. Toy Story 4 was just bad to me. Like when I was watching it, I was just like not really interested in it at all. Whereas Toy Story 3. God tier. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking good. Literally the first. Made the, me like the original sob tri- in the movie theater at the end. The original trilogy is goaded. Like, there's no, I mean, I think all three of them are masterpieces. 
Yeah, they're all three good. Uh, I think Toy Story 2 is the weakest out of the original trilogy. And... I disagree, but that's fine. Toy Story 2 is my favorite one. Well, I'm going to... You see this AC adapter that I have here? I'm going to swing around. And I actually don't face. see it because your chroma key is fucking up. So right here. I saw it. This, this, uh, oh, it's a, a interchangeable. You can change the voltage on that. Um, yeah, Toy Story 2 is like the one that I just don't like. It's good, but like I don't really care about it that much. Toy Story 1 came out like right when I was like fucking like six or seven and i was obsessed with it as a child i watched I know, the it fir- like the first one fucking scared again. me too much with the fucking like toys that are all fucked up i don't know the oh fucking, i was a, uh, i was a little too young for face the original like toy story toys yeah like sid's fucking sid's mute, massacred like, toys, toys. And now there's the meme going around that he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't know they were alive. They shouldn't be alive. I mean, true. (laughs) All right. Miles Uh, is like, fuck, I gotta see this fucking Ezekiel segment. (laughs) Yeah, turn fucking Raw off. We're doing a goddamn podcast right now. Jesus. Miles always acts like, here's the thing about Miles. Miles acts like he's not obsessed with Monday Night Raw. He's he's always like, bro, I just have it on in the background. I'm always like, Miles, every Monday for three hours, you fucking waste three three hours of your fucking life where you can watch like a million fucking good movies. You can start watching like, uh, you can start watching Stranger Things. Attack on Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Um, You can watch all this shit. But instead, you spend it watching Monday Night Raw. But then you're always like, oh, I just have it on the background. Not really doing anything. Well, here you go. the The jury is in. the The jurors have spoken. We are here right now during Monday Night Raw, and you can't even fucking podcast because you're too locked in. And I'm focused. watching it right now. He, he's in rapture. I don't. I don't have anything like I like Toy Story. I like Toy Story one a lot. I barely remember Toy Story two or three, uh, and I've never seen four. So I just I don't know. I just don't have a whole lot of like opinion on it. Like I, I appreciate that you guys are geeking on it, but. I didn't grow up on anything Not Disney. Really, really. just saying that they're good. I didn't grow up. You on didn't anything. grow up on anything Disney. Not really. Like probably my fit. Like I'm not even like a Disney guy. Like Buddy is, but like to a childhood without Disney is kind of well. Stupid. My my parents didn't watch any of that stuff. My parents didn't grow up on that either. So I mean, it just wasn't like uh, I don't know. I just like didn't have like my only experiences with Disney. We're like, this I is like, like the goddamn gaming podcast where we're basically so basically we're to to believe now that you grew up in like an Amish household. No, I just like, <laughs> no, I grew up literally turning on TNT and and like yeah, yeah, he, films were he, on. He had, he had Sega and basic cable. I had I actually didn't have any video game systems. Till I was 12 years old. My parents wouldn't get me one. Like I literally played video games at my friend's house and I came home and watched like just like shit on TV. I mostly just played outside. I just like, that's all I did until I was like a little bit older. Uh, but the only Disney shit I remember watching was uh, Lion King, which obviously Lion King is good. I watched Alad- Aladdin and Aladdin 2 for some classic. reason. I really liked Aladdin. And then uh, the third Aladdin is great, by the way. I underrated sequel. And then that's uh, crazy. I don't, I've never even seen it. I don't think I've seen it. Prince of Thieves, remember. bro. 
I don't think so. Three straight to VHS. Two's returning. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the straight to VHS. I haven't seen any of the straight to VHS Disney movies. Return of Jafar is okay, but Robin Williams isn't in it. They got someone else to do the fucking genie, but Robin Williams came back for the third one on the straight to video one. I'd say like, I'd say like I grew up on freaking, which I guess this is a good segue into what's going on this week. I mean, Jurassic Park was one of my first film memories or like things I was really into because I was in the dinosaur. I'm so fucking pissed. I have to watch this movie in theaters, but I've saw uh, seen all the rest of them. So it's crazy because a Jurassic World trailer just came on as I was bringing this up. So it's almost like uh, but I, I love I'm I'm super fucking amped for this new Jurassic World. I'm like beyond amped, honestly, like if, if there's anything that's going to be, quote unquote, a summer blockbuster I'm looking forward to. It's this fucking film dominion i haven't watched a jurassic park movie since the second one damn jared's like no jeff goldblum i'm out (laughs) i mean jeff goldblum was in the last one right for like 30 seconds he's he's like he's like actually a starring role in this new one but the other one it was literally just like a courtroom scene and that was it i don't know i don't really care about jurassic park like at all honestly i thought it was cool when i was a kid and I kind of like grew out of it like Star Wars. Well, teach their own, bro. Like yes. I have like I had a huge Star Wars phase when I was a kid. And now, like out of like all the nerds on the entire fucking planet, I'm probably the one that cares the least about Star Wars out of anyone. So you're not watching Obi-Wan right now. I'm not watching Obi-Wan. I didn't watch The Mandalorian. I haven't seen any of the new Star Wars films. The last Star Wars movie I saw was Revenge of the Sith. That's wild. If you're going to watch any of the new ones, you should watch Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One's great. I'm probably not going to watch any of them because I just don't give a fuck about Star Wars anymore. Don't let Lando hear any of this, but or Dabby do. I feel like you're not really a sci-fi guy, to be honest. I love RoboCop. RoboCop's one of my favorite movies of all time. I know, but I mean, just like in Terminator just Two. We just Terminator, we just... Terminator Two is like my second favorite movie ever. We just spent an hour talking about the Goku and Frieza fight, one of the greatest sci-fi arcs of all time. Yeah, the greatest sci-fi arc in anime history. I would say like live-action sci-fi then, like that. All right, Terminator Two and RoboCop. <laughs> Yeah, but more okay, more than more than that. I mean, like I'm saying, like I grew up. I guess I grew up on like a lot of sci-fi. So like, not even just Star Wars and stuff like that. Like any kind of TV shows, anything like that. I mean, I read a lot of sci-fi TV shows. Are always boring as piss. I'm gonna say that right now. Sci-fi TV shows, Star Trek is like the most boring fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So boring. I I think it just depends on the Star Trek series, but I can get Stargate. Stargate, like all that shit, like stop. Boring. Doctor Who, come on now. <laughs> we already talked about Doctor Who. I didn't, Don't make me I waste didn't, my breath on Doctor Who. I didn't watch Doctor Who. Uh, but Farscape, though, Farscape goes off. I've never even heard of that in my entire life. Farscape? No. It was a big show in the 2000s. What are you saying? Fire Escape? Farscape. <laughs> Farscape. Farscape was a big show in the 2000s. I love Farscape. Um, X-Files is a sci-fi show. That True. goes in. X-Files is my favorite of all time, obviously. X-Files is cool, yeah. The uh, Fly. 
The, origi- the original Frankenstein's a sci-fi film more than it is a horror film. Reanimator. Oh, I'm talking about some of my favorite movies of all time now. So fucking Reanimator, The Fly. Um, the Fly 2, of course. The Fly 2, of course, an all-time underrated classic. True. Uh, let's see here. I'm just looking at like my movies on Letterboxd right now. Uh, let's see here. Fucking The Brain. <laughs> these are I... these are kind of uh fucking i loved ex machina the movie was awesome yeah, movie was incredible um i haven't yeah. seen annihilation yet but i liked annihilation i liked men a lot did you like men a lot yeah i thought i, I thought, talked about i thought it was good yeah i thought men was good uh i didn't watch men um uh, you know that I, I like to say that I'm not an A24 guy, but then when I look at their movies and I'm like, oh, damn, I like like five of these. I don't think uh, you would I, li- I know that's like a small percentage, but like I like I don't know, like most Jared, of the I think A24 you like movies. Men. I think you would like men up until the end because I think it goes a little too like off the rails for you. Yeah, the most of the A24 films that I've seen, I actually do like, which is crazy because when I think of A24, I literally just think of Midsummer, and how much I fucking don't like that movie at all. And the more, the longer it's been since I've seen that movie, the more and more I fucking hate it. Like, with each passing day. One of my co- well, actually my boss, the other day he asked me a question out of the blue and I did not have an answer for him. He said, I know you're a big horror guy, what's the best horror film you've seen in, like, the last five years? And I was like, literally, like, I can't even, like, answer that. Because I was like, I don't even know. I bet I could answer what I think. Like a new release in five, in the last, like, five years. So, um, probably my, uh, this probably isn't accurate, like, according to my ratings. One of my favorite, my, probably my second favorite Godzilla movie of all time is Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. The, the 90s one. Oh, um, you're not, oh, you're not talking about... Bro, one of the greatest sci-fi films of all time, Godzilla Monster X. Literal masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, great, great film. Yeah, I like sci-fi, I just don't like boring sci-fi. <laughs> I think you like sci-fi with other things. Like, you don't like... I like, like, I like, so, I like sci-fi like that actually sci-fi. has... I, well, yeah, usually space sci-fi just relies too much on fucking... I love Alien. Just well, yeah, it's one of the greatest films of all time. Um, that relies like too much on fucking atmosphere and like setting and stuff like that, and like the story is always weak and slow. It, I find in my experiences, and even Alien is kind of fucking slow. If we're being honest here, Alien's but I still slow. Like, yeah, it is. Alien's it, slow. Intentionally, yeah. yeah. Mm. Extro, I fucking love Extro. It's not in space, but <laughs> it's it's about space. Um, let's see here. I gave Invasion of Astro Monster three and a half stars. That's that's great. Great your, sci-fi. Your your coworker though wanted to know what the best horror film was. The last My boss, years. he My asked boss. me what the best horror film in the past five years was. And I was like, I don't know, really nothing in the past five years has stood out like that, that much where I was like, okay, masterpiece. When did hereditary come out? 2016. I have it on video and somewhere. And 
this place right now. It was probably like 2017, so like just on the the borderline of five years. So that one didn't even cross my mind because I was like, okay, that's too old. Yeah. I think think The Void is really good, but I don't think you guys like that one. Oh, okay. So another name drop here. I was talking to Pat Kennedy the other day. And do you know what the first thing he said to me was? Well, the second thing after we were just like, hey, what's up, whatever. He was like, Cat, have you seen The Lodge? Oh yeah, the law. I fucking oh yeah, you talked. To, I love the lodge. I love Raw, but Raw was twenty sixteen. I absolutely love. Did that I watch film. the lodge? No, well, my, that Miles said it was like because you you saw it in theaters like when it came out. Yeah, that was right you, before you the said, pandemic. You said it was like really fucking good. Yeah, it was like legitimately. I saw that like March like first or second and uh, and like obviously the pandemic went into effect like a couple right. weeks later jesus christ miles four and a half stars fuck sake. i fucking love the it. lodge yeah I fucking yeah loved it. the only um, other um i've i've actually wanted to watch this a couple times um but Maisie, i think has either seen it or just doesn't want to watch it for some reason unsane was really good you see that i've heard about it i haven't watched it that was really good i think it's on shutter now probably is um you know what's a good sci-fi thing that i like stranger things (laughs) you like sci-fi and horror together that's what i like too but sci-fi horror i guess action action fantasy you hate fantasy. What sci-fi hate... fan? What sci-fi fantasy do you like? I'm saying genres of Stranger Things, because <laughs> the monsters in the alternate dimension aren't necessarily science fiction. Like the alternate dimension and the science, like in the scientists that open up the gates and stuff like that, is science fiction. But like the the psychic powers and the fucking monsters and shit that's fantasy does that make any sense yeah that no, makes it sense does. Yeah. i'm still looking i it's just when you when you say fantasy my mind instantly goes to no fucking... generally i hate medieval fantasy is what i don't like like i don't like dungeons and dragons kind of shit besides berserk berserk Zelda, obviously. Uh, I mean, we're getting into video games now, but um, yeah, Berserk and Zelda. And I'm Miles, playing. Do you have an answer? He's been looking at a lot of these films. I'm just looking on. Oh, like okay, we we read men that. Honestly, if I was, if we're gonna like... get into video games though, too, I I love a lot of science fiction video games. True, science fiction video games are top tier. Well, yeah, bro, you fucking speed ran all the Mass Effects. Which is oh, wild. dude! Oh my fucking god! Mass Effect is so good, <laughs> so fucking good. I wish that I could go back and play those again for the first time. That shit was so fun. Where were we? Uh, oh, we were talking about watching Rurouni Kenshin again for the first time yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Rurouni Kenshin, science fiction as hell. Uh, I love. It's fantasy, sort of. Not really. It's like. It's like a historical drama that is kind of not grounded, but nobody has nobody has like real powers or anything. They just have like over the top abilities. 
that they try to ground in reason, but like that doesn't really make any sense. You know There's a I mean? literal giant that attacks a town. Okay, but they're just kind of like I don't know. I don't view that as fantasy. Like, yeah, Shishio could fucking set his sword on fire by using the friction and the um hereditary was twenty eighteen. Hereditary was twenty eighteen, we have discovered. So that qualifies as the five year mark. So I will All right. So that's probably the best horror movie of the last five years. So I will update my boss accordingly. I'd say I'm bad. I can never pick just one. I know I know that Jared really, really liked this. This was 2018, and I, I was glad that I got to see this in theaters too. I really liked Summer of 84. I know you like this because we talked oh, about it. Oh, that this. movie was fucking awesome. Um, Buddy, yeah, if you next level. I haven't have, seen it. I missed yeah, it you when need I was to watch in theaters. It. It's so good. It's I got to see it at the Capitol Theater when they did it, did like a midnight showing, and I like literally walked out. I was like, this is fucking rips. Yeah. Like, I was like living in Columbus at the time and there was nowhere that was like close enough to see it from when I was available. And then now that it's been out, I haven't gone back and you should watch it. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I mean, Halloween 2018. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's up there for sure. True. Um, let's see here. Cause now I'm just looking at my most recent, uh, movies that I've seen and, and really they're all fucking horror movies. I'm kind of shocked that I gave Fear Street 1666 three stars the same as 1978 because I feel like 1666 was the best one in the series. You like you liked it you liked it better than the 80s one? The 1978, no. the 70s one. The 78 one. whatever it was. Yes, I think I think that the story in 1666 was better. You didn't is, seem too thrilled when we were watching it. I I I enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but I I liked it a lot. Um, I still haven't seen that one. That's one I haven't seen. Let's see here, bro. You know, one made me just just shit that makes me happy. Malignant made me really happy. That's not the best, but that made it gave me. I mean, I love that. I love Malignant. Uh, did I? Do I not even have fucking malignant rated on here? No, there it is. Okay. Three stars. <clears throat> I give everything three stars. I mean, it's nothing. That's my solid rating. Three and a half or three or two and a half. Literally everything. Unless it really stands out to me. I still need to see the fucking Green Knight. I see that on your letterbox right now. Green Knight, I, I thought it was going to be better. He hesitated. I thought Miles gonna... doesn't like a film. No, I gave it three and a half stars. I wanted to like it more than I did. It was, it was really good, but at the same time, you ever watch like a film and like the world and like everything they're presenting, and you just want like more of it. You feel like they could have done more. Yeah, the North, the Northman. I like. The I, Northman I wasn't disappointed in the Northman, but I wanted so much more than what it was. I wish they would have killed less children in the Northman. That would made, but I mean, I understand what they were going for, but. Uh, kill less children yeah i love when they kill children in movies i don't know what the fuck you're talking about it it uh it just was like at the time like i was just like i don't know it bothered me for some reason i don't know uh but i, think I love when they kill kids in movies especially horror movies because they I never think... fucking do it who, so when who... it actually happens i'm like holy shit hell yeah who was 
I don't know if it was one of you guys, but someone the other day was talking about how they think it was hilarious when like a dog gets killed or abused. It wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. It was not me. I hate when dogs get killed in movies. I can't remember who the fuck it was. It might have been someone at work. It's probably one of your. Definitely wasn't either of us. It was probably a horrible coworker that thinks that fucking I don't know. By the way, host host was it seems to be one of my favorite horror movies of the past five years. It was good. I didn't see that. I need to see that. I gave it four could, stars. Trust me, you could watch Host three times in the amount of times it takes you to watch this Monday Night Raw right now. It's less than an hour. It's less than an hour, and it's like mostly just fucking like jam packed like action the entire time. Like after like the first like fifteen minutes, like once shit starts going down, like it doesn't fucking stop. Like, that's on. That's on Shutter's though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I think it's really good. I think you'll love it, Miles. Actually, I probably will. I gotta. I don't know. I wish I could just fucking be off for. I'll probably end up getting COVID after this podcast. So just I'll, I'll like verbalize that. I'll be like, yeah, I wish I could just be off and watch a bunch of shit. And I'll just. Happen. Uh, what do you we know? What movie we... was not the best of of the last five years? What? Paranormal Activity: Next of Kin. I obviously we we still haven't that. talked about that on the podcast at all, but we've got five minutes left, so that one's for a whole other day. I mean, I don't really have much to say about it other than it fucking sucked. It sucked. It was fucking horrible, and it sucked. That Buddy, movie was terrible. I didn't think it was that bad until it started, like towards the end when they forgot it was found footage. Did did you end up watching Ghost Dimension? Didn't you? I've seen all that? of them now. Okay. Because at some point I want to do like a ranking of them with you guys or Jared or whoever. Well, without a doubt, Next of Kin is the worst one, in my opinion. Even before it forgets that it's a fucking found footage movie, which was honestly probably actually when I really sit back and think about it, that was probably the highlight of the film just by how much it fucking offended me when it when it was happening. And how boring the rest of the fucking movie was that movie like before any of that shit happened and the dog shit ending and all that stuff well hold on miles have you even seen it yet because you left before we watched no i haven't seen it i said that on the a minute ago but i know we were all talking but yeah i haven't seen it yet it's boring as piss so (laughs) fucking boring holy fucking shit by a mile it's the most boring paranormal activity movie not even fucking close even like at least Ghost Dimension, even though it fucking sucks, like dog, like pond water, fucking, I'll say dog shit infested pond water. Um, at least Ghost Dimension is fucking entertaining, like all the way through. It is, like, yeah. Like there's something stupid happening, like all the time, to the point where I'm like, this sucks, but at least it's funny. I don't know. I feel like because now I watched all of them, like all of them have shit that I like and some all of them have shit that i hate except for three three three's three three's god tier but all the rest are like a mixed bag kind of for me i like, mean everybody obviously on here, obviously some more than others but like you know everybody everybody that listens to this podcast already knows that i i love the first three like all three of them i know that you and miles are film snobs and and you know the fucking first two are 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 horrible to the miles at least or some shit but no i like uh, the first two i just think three is like on a level i don't yeah three is the best one 
I don't like one, but two makes one better, if that makes sense. Well, it adds it adds on to the story, but yeah, I, I I like I I really like all of the first three. The third one is obviously the best. I've said this a billion times, but I I'm a big fan of one and two, and then you know fucking marked ones was bad. I and love I love marked ones. It's so funny. I don't see how you could fucking hate Paranormal Activity one. But say I love the marked ones because paranormal. <laughs> he, he he hates the first film in every franchise. No, I don't. I just don't. I just Halloween don't. one trash. Here we go. You got That's two minutes. Facts. You got two That's minutes. True. Yeah, we got like two minutes um, to wrap this shit up. I just don't so. think. I just don't like Paranormal Activity one. Uh, the marked I, ones is terrible. That movie was trash. You had a good time. You you've changed your t- on some of these oh podcasts. You've talked about God, it had it. one scene where a witch got blasted by a shotgun, and you know how Miles is. If one good thing happens in the movie, he will fucking harp on that for the rest of the time. Like one good thing is worth fucking five stars to this guy, and he'll fucking like will harp on it forever. When we watched Howling two <laughs> or three or whichever one has the cast four, on, we yeah. watched Howling four. Howling the ending four. went insane, but the rest the of it was so bad. Went insane for like the last ten minutes of the fucking movie were like so fucking great, and like, but everything before that was literally the dog shit worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Miles, fuck, like after the movie, Miles was like, "Wow, that movie was incredible." Like, Miles, did you just watch the same shit that we watched? Cat, come on, you know the last ten minutes was hard. That's I was all like, you need. Cat, this movie's a fucking hour and a half long. So ten minutes out of fucking ninety is good, and that that does not make a good movie to me. When fucking what what is that like? One fucking like ninth of the movie or some shit like that. Oh, and I gotta throw in a controversial thing. All right, uh, we got like because you got a than, minute left. We got, so this we got gonna, less than sixty seconds. This is gonna so tickle my balls a little bit. I think Paranormal Activity One's one of the most overrated films ever created in the existence. That's not of even true. Yes, that's a, it is. That's a clown take. No, it's that's not. That's a clown take. That's not even true. I can't believe you dropped that hot take, knowing there was only sixty seconds. Well, left you've been running. You've been running. You fucking coward. You've been running your mouth coward. too much. You've been running your mouth too much. I had to throw that. You running your mouth with this shit. I have to keep talking so you don't say stupid shit like this. All right, make sure you guys subscribe to the show. And we're signing out. Oh Bye. my god, one of the most overrated movies ever. Jesus fucking Christ. Most people don't even like that fucking movie. <laughs> Fuck.